gentlemen, this is Dale Calvert. Last week we talked about the importance of turning your reasons, your goals into dreams that you can live in your mind every single day. This week I'm going to share with you the only way to turn those dreams into a reality. Welcome to the MLMSuccess.com podcast, the show designed to return the network marketing industry to its roots of personal growth, leadership development, and wisdom of the ages success principles. We share with you real success stories from real people that we hope will inspire and encourage you personally and help you progress forward in your business and your life. We believe if you build people, people will build the business. Now here is your host who has been called the number one mind in network marketing, the MLM Profit, Network Marketing Virtual Mentor, and a host of other names that we will not mention because this is a family show. Frankly, he's just a small-town guy that figured out that the real product in network marketing is people. Dale Calvert. Welcome. This is Dale Calvert. I'd like to welcome you to this session of the MLM Success Podcast. You know, it may be me, but from my perspective today, it appears that we live in a world where a lot of people are talking a big game, but very few get on the field and play the game every single day. What about you? There seems to be many quote unquote leaders that feel they have paid their dues. Uh, therefore, they're entitled to a certain lifestyle because they've been around the industry eight years or nine years or whatever. And, you know, at the time of this recording, a normal workday for me is literally at least 16 hours. And when I first started down this entrepreneurial journey, I had a terrible time with time management and getting myself in a consistent rhythm. Uh, but that was due, honestly, mostly to fear than it was lack of time. Fear, not lack of time. You know, I did everything I could for time management. I mean, I put my 20 reasons on my TV screen, and the only time it ever came off is with the University of Kentucky was playing basketball. And other than that, they went right back on my TV screen. And people ask me today, they said, well, Dale, why do you work so many hours today? And my first thought is because I have big dreams that money can't buy. I have big dreams that money can't buy. And my second thought is, is I've learned from my mistakes, you know, coasting for many years and, and then, you know, taking my own, my own, uh, advice that success is living your life working towards worthy goals. After you reach those goals, you're no longer a success unless you set new ones. And uh, it's been a, it's been an awakening in a lot of ways over the last you know several years for me understanding a lot of this stuff. Hey, Dale, that still applies to you. It doesn't matter what you've done in the past. It doesn't matter, you know. It nothing matters. You know, success is always living your life, working towards worthy goals. Once you reach those goals, you're no longer a success unless you set new ones. And you know, honestly, I love to work. Uh, I like the, the adrenaline of work. I like to learn. I love to learn. I love to have paradigm shifts. I like to fail and fall and get back up and see progress in myself, but more important, see progress in the people that I'm working with. And, you know, I understand I'm, I, I have a, 
a unique situation. I've got an awesome wife. I mean, an awesome wife. And, you know, we work together every day. And we're smart. We try to be as smart as we can about that. Uh, so when we take time for ourselves, we take, we take it all in. Uh, when we work, we work. And, you know, Jim Rohn taught me years ago, wherever you are, be there. Wherever you are, be there. If you don't want to be there, then you shouldn't be there. You know, for me, when you're, when you're working, you should be working. When, when you're with family, you should be with your family. And wherever you are, be there. And then, you know, I was fortunate enough early to go through a course that all of you that are members of Programming Your Mind, uh, my Programming Your Mind program, you have access to that. It's the neuropsychology of self-discipline. Uh, and that really taught me at a emotional, deep level that true freedom can only come from self-discipline. True freedom can only come from self-discipline. And, you know, when this podcast drops, uh, Don and I will be at towards the end, I guess, of our two-week vacation in Florida, uh, a vacation that we that I need bad. And, and I know she worked so hard the last quarter of the year. We both did. And we got so much going on preparing for this year and, and really taking everything to a different level. Uh, things that we've never really taught or done before and with, you know, matching lead generation, matching the marketplace message to the lead generation method and just so many things that we're really, uh, I feel like are going to be cutting edge for, for our organization to help people get to that three to five people a month so they can determine their financial future. And, you know, so we're going to take a vacation I would like to spend February in Florida, but we couldn't. But we're going to, by the time most of you have heard this, it'll be a somewhat working vacation. But, you know, our plans be around the pool or at the beach every single day, and we'll have some things that we will still be doing. And, and you know, don't get me wrong. I mean, we take time every single week for family, and we have at least a couple of date nights every week. Um you know, we'll go out and it's just her and I and we'll have a great meal and we spend time. But we, we, we are able to do that because we are as productive as we can be every day. And I have always tried to run when I can run because life throws us curveballs sometimes. Sometimes we can't run. And when you do learn to run when you can run and not waste, you know, 10 minutes segments of any day at any time it gives us options and when we want to spend time with our grandkids or take care of family emergencies uh, then we can do that and not worry too much about it by being knocked out of our rhythm because even if you're knocked out of your rhythm if you're used to running and taking advantage of the time that you have when you when things settle you can get right back in a rhythm, but many people never develop the rhythm to start with. You have to have the rhythm. The, the, if you're, if you're, your rhythm is taking advantage of the time that you have. Uh, 
you know, and Dawn's a trooper. She takes care of her mom and her twin sister, and, you know, she does the televisits with them or takes them wherever they need to go. Her, her sister has diabetes, and, you know, her mom's older. And, you know, so she's she's just a trooper there. But all of us have to get in some type of rhythm or routine to maximize the time that we have on our entrepreneurial journey. And many beginning entrepreneurs think success is traveling the world and laying on a beach and sipping some kind of fruity drink. And I disagree. And most successful people I know would probably tell you the same thing. Uh, the amount of money you make is no indication of success. It's not. It's not. And a lot of intelligent pe- people will tell you that. You know, the rapper that said, more money, more problems. <laughs> he knew what he was talking about. More responsibilities, uh, more insurance coverages, <laughs> and we could go on and on and on. And But there's a reason so many lottery winners are broke within five years after winning the lottery and that millionaires around the world commit suicide every year. I mean, there's a reason for that. So we have to really wrap our brains around all this and say, well, Dale, I don't have to because I'm not making any money. Well, if you're on this entrepreneurial journey, it helps. And, you know, again, I believe success is living your life, working towards worthy goals. So for a large number of you that just heard that, you are successful. You are successful because you're living your life working towards worthy goals. And I would argue that you're more successful than I was after making millions and millions of dollars, uh, living a lifestyle that most people can't even comprehend, uh, but coasting for 15 years. You know, a lot of people, they look at Dale in the 600-square-foot house driving a beat-up Chevette and Dale that, you know, built an organization over 60,000 people, 200 six-figure earners and over 100,000, you know, and all these other stuff and think, well, that the older Dale was more successful than the younger Dale. And I would violently disagree with that. It's not true because anytime you're living your life and you don't have worthy goals – you're not a success. That's the true definition of success. There's nobody that I would rather spend time with than my family. And I'm thankful that Donna and I have those same feelings towards our kids and our parents and our siblings. And for us, it's like, Dale, you know, come and go with us here. Let's go do this. Let's go do that. And it's like, I love you. And that's cool. And there's some events that I cannot get out of, but if I have extra three days, I'm going to spend it with family. And, and that's just where I live, you know, and you, you, you know, you can go sip your fruity drinks on the beaches of the world and more power to you if that's your thing. But it's, it's not. And it, and again, you have to get some of this stuff clearly defined. And you hear a lot of people talking about work-life balance, but there's more than work and life. You know, there's seven key areas of, of life. Career and family is, are just two of the seven. 
So the first part of this session uh, is really for established network marketing leaders. I've always said, you know, I'm never going to ask or expect my team members to do something that I'm not willing to do. I believe if you talk the talk, you better be willing to walk the walk. And heaven knows that this industry is full of too many quote-unquote leaders and gurus that are only interested in telling people what they want to hear so they can sell them what they want to sell them or so they can keep them on auto ship one more month. And I I don't have the tolerance to to do that. Uh, I have no interest in that. Uh, For me, it's always been a choice. You know, as a leader, you can cater to mediocrity or you can inspire greatness. You can challenge people and help people become very self-aware about their own self-talk and their own activities or lack thereof and help them move forward and inspire them to the, to, to fulfill their true upside potential. Or you can just appeal to the mediocrity in hopes that they'll stay on auto ship one more month and give them a virtual high five every time they show up at your Zoom. So for existing leaders in this profession, here's a few quotes from legends in history, uh, thought leaders and others that are worth hearing and thinking about. And as I've said many times, you know, truth is truth. Wisdom of ages is wisdom of the ages. All self-made successful people discover wisdom of the ages over time. That's why they all say the same thing. All self-made people. Uh, this first one I thought was phenomenal. He said, and his name is Matshona Dilwago. Matshona Dilwago. And I'm sure I'm butchering that name and I apologize. I uh, had never heard of him, but I found this quote and I thought it was phenomenal. He's, and Matshona Dilwago, just to give you, cause I, I never heard of him. Some of you probably have. Some of you maybe haven't. He's a Zimbabwe-born and Canadian-based philosopher, entrepreneur, and author of many books. Uh, He's a regular contributor for African Leadership Magazine in the UK. Also, entrepreneur.com in South Africa and other internationally renowned magazines. And the author of several books, but he said... The power of a leader is in the number of minds they can reach, hearts they can touch, souls they can move, and lives that can change. I I thought that was phenomenal. Ralph Waldo Emerson said, What you are speaks so loudly I can't hear what you're saying. And he said, P.S. Want proof? Watch a few videos on YouTube. No, (laughs) no. Ralph Waldo Emerson didn't say that, but it's so true. What you are speaks so loudly, I can't hear what you're saying. I, I mean, I'm amazed at the number of people that feel confident in trying to teach people to do that, which they've never done, especially in the entrepreneurial world. And it's obvious they've never done what they're talking about. It, it's amazing to me. Uh, Another great quote, an ounce of practice is worth more than tons of preaching. The deeds you do may be the only sermon some people will hear today. That was from Gandhi. Never separate the life you live from the words you speak. Paul Wellingstone. Nothing is so conclusive 
nothing so conclusive proves a person's ability to lead others as what he does from day to day to lead themselves. It's what they do from day to day to lead themselves. That's Thomas Watson. Nothing so conclusive proves a person's ability to lead others as what they do from day to day to lead themselves. Thomas Watson, he was the president of IBM. Courage is contagious. When a brave person takes a stand, the spine of others stiffen. Isn't that good? Courage is contagious. When a brave person takes a stand, the spines of others stiffen. It's from Billy Graham. The leader sees things through the eyes of his followers. He puts himself in their shoes and helps them make their dreams come true. The leader does not say, get going. Instead, he says, let's go. And he leads the way. He does not walk behind with a whip. He is out front with a banner. How good is that? Wilfred Peterson. Paul Coho said, change the world by your example, not your opinion. Oh, my gosh. Change the world by your example, not your opinion. Opinions are like a dime a dozen, like belly buttons. Everybody's got one about things they should never have an opinion about. It's like keep it to yourself. There's no value. Leadership is not a position or a title. It's an action and an example. Cory Booker. Leadership's not a position or a title. It's an action and an example. And then Albert Schweitzer said, the three most important ways to lead people. And remember these three guys. These are the three most important ways to lead people, according to Albert Schweitzer. By example, by example, and number three, by example. So to sum it up, real leaders lead by example. They're people that are spending the life, their life working towards where they goes. And the facts don't count and neither do the results. It's the activity. Activity creates courage and activity fear. Consistent effort doesn't always create consistent results, but it always creates success. So when I'm working with people, oh, I I don't care about the results. I just care about the activity. And if they're doing the activity, then sometimes we have to refine what they're doing, refine some of their skills. But it's about the activity because if you're not willing to do the activity, nothing else matters. Jim Rohn said, we need to give thought, but we also need to take action. You need to dream about what you need to dream without just being a dreamer. As you probably heard Super Tramp when we started here. That's my intention. You know, you all heard that song. I grew up with it. A lot of you probably did. You know, recently I was on a call where a network marketing leader was just doing a training. And just as kind of a side note, he talked about during his career, uh, a mentor had told him, he said, you need to sell your boat. You need to sell your boat. And when he was t- telling the story, I'm thinking, well, he's just getting started. He's trying to get into a rhythm. Of course he needs to sell his boat, is is what my thought was. And it was a great story. And he's just talking about, you know, business doesn't stop on weekends and stuff. And anyway, at the end of the Zoom, another prominent 
high-level leader uh, came on and and he made a comment and, and he said uh, that talking about selling your boat story that really spoke to me and I was and, and it's like okay so I, I just I, that was a lot of the inspiration honestly for this podcast because you know Jim Rohn also said time management is the best kept secret of the rich. So for those of you that are part-time and you have big dreams of becoming full-time and maybe even developing financial independence or even legacy wealth with this income, with this opportunity, with the network marketing business model, are you willing to sell your boat? Are you willing to sell your boat? Are you willing to find 5 to 15 hours a week that you can spend on what may be uncomfortable but income-generating activities. Are you willing to do that? Are you willing to spend 5 to 15 hours a week, find them, find those hours on activities that may be uncomfortable but ultimately are going to build your business and move your business forward? Uh, in his book, uh, The Light in the Heart, Roy Bennett, said, do not lie to yourself. We have to be honest about what we want and take risk rather than lie to ourselves and make excuses to stay in our comfort zone. You've got to be willing to expand your comfort zone. Are you willing to ask yourself daily, as we talked about in a couple of sessions ago, Are you willing to ask yourself daily, how many leads did I generate today for my business? Because until, hear this, are you willing to ask yourself that every day until you get to the point where the answer is enough to recruit my five new members this month? Let me say that again. Are you willing to ask yourself daily, how many leads did I generate today until you get to a point where you know that you've created enough leads that day, that week, that month to where you're going to recruit your five new team members slash customers a month so you can control your financial destiny? Are you willing to put whatever that time is? If you can do it in, an, in five hours a week or it takes 15 hours a week or even more, Are you willing to devote the time, energy, and effort to the activities that will create that until you're at a level where your skill set, your mindset, your lead generation activities, your outreach is a point where you can recruit five new people a month? I hope you heard what I just said. And I hope you'll really wrap your heart, your mind, your dreams around that reality. You know, I had to make the decision when I first started in this profession. Uh, you know, people called me a softball warrior. I played on three different three different teams and was playing in a tournament every weekend, and I loved it. Uh, but I had to make the decision to quit playing softball when I got involved in network marketing. Now, I will tell you, if I had to do it again today, I would have quit two of the teams and stayed on one and played as long as I could play. I really would. I wish I hadn't stopped. 
because I, I loved it so much. And, you know, you get old and you can't do what you used to could do. So I wish I could. I wish that I hadn't totally gave it up. But and if I could go back, I probably wouldn't have. Uh, I would have at least played in some tournaments. I don't know. But I had to give it up and it was tough. And, you know, you might have to get an hour less sleep a day. You know, you got to figure out where the, where your time's going to come from. You cannot escape the grind and fulfill your true upside potential in this profession. You cannot escape the grind. And everybody that tells you you can do it comfortably and you don't have to have rejection and you don't have to talk on the phone and just do this. And, guys, that story is so far gone at this point. Everybody should know better. Uh, I think that's why, for me, seeing people create a full-time income means so much to me because I know the price they paid. And as Zig would say, and I agree, that the real truth is you don't pay the price for success. You pay the price for mediocrity. That's what you pay the price for is mediocrity, not success. But knowing what people had to do to expand their comfort zone and to move forward and to get control of their self-talk and, and get in their proper morning routine and really move forward and, and take action on what they've learned uh, I guess that's why seeing people walk across the stage and achieve full-time income status, especially, but, but, but progress just to progress means so much to me. Uh, because I know I've been around long enough. There is nobody more miserable than an entrepreneur minded person that spends years looking for shortcuts and foo-foo does and never develops the daily disciplines that always lead to success. I'm going to say that again. There is nobody more miserable than an entrepreneurial-minded person. Now, if you're not an entrepreneurial-minded person, it's not going to affect you at all. But there's a lot of entrepreneurial-minded person people uh, that have spent the majority of their life Years looking for shortcuts and foo-foo dust and never develop the daily disciplines that always lead to success. Today, the network marketing business model is full of these people. In fact, I would say it's the majority of people in the majority of companies, social club members that never made the decision to expand their comfort zone, trying to learn how to do this business from three percenters that that did it with the transferable skills that they entered the profession with. I mean, that's what that look in any company. That's what you see. You see social club members that never made the decision to expand their comfort zone. And they're trying to learn how to do the business from people that never had to expand their comfort zone because they were able to do it with transferable skills that they entered the profession with. I mean, how messed up is that? And because network marketing evolved out of the personal development movement, there was a time when people could join a network marketing company and learn the foundational wisdom of the ages principles that create success. There was no network marketing company in the beginning that had cultures that appeared to mediocrity. Uh, all companies were based upon cultures that inspired greatness and 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 wanted people to become accountable for their time and their action or their lack thereof. 
and not make excuses and blame. And this, at first, I don't succeed, fix the blame quick. None of that was tolerated, you know, when this profession was first started. But when a movement gets away from the core fundamentals that created growth, there's always unintended consequences. Consistent effort doesn't always create consistent results, but it always creates success. In past podcasts, I talked about the 90-day run club that many of our team members are participating in and have access to. And, you know, it's a group of, of people that are working towards mastering recruiting and getting to their five people a month so they can control their financial destiny. And they're all meeting at seven o'clock Eastern, uh, online and they're just doing outsourcing or out, out, outreaching through LinkedIn or Facebook or other, other methods. And they're just looking for people that are looking for them. And they're just making contacts. And it's really cool because if people have a question, it's like, this person asked me this. And they'll just shout it out in the group on the Zoom and somebody will come in and help. Or anybody know the answer to this question? They just asked me about this. So it's it's people from all over the world meeting online every night. And working their business, doing outreach. And, you know, I think back and it's like I would have given anything to have access to something like that when I first started. And, and really, you know, as I, as I understand the validity in all of it, you know, I can see having four or five similar sessions like this going on, uh, throughout our team every single day down the road, or maybe there's a noon session and then there's, uh, there's this session and we're going to be all focusing on this particular activity, this lead generation source and so on and so forth. I mean, I'm excited about the the whole concept. Uh, For me, it's like one hour. It's like, I don't, I spend a lot more than one hour every day, you know, prospecting. Absolutely. Because I understand it's a numbers game. So I do a lot more than that and I'm outsourcing as much as I can. But when, when, when I first joined network marketing years ago and started this journey, you know, the thing that you're going to understand real quickly, uh, the two realities that hit people usually the quickest and the first, the right people, these are the two things they're going to learn real quick. Number one, people lie. People lie. Uh, I can remember, I don't know, five years ago, I don't know how long ago it was, but I can remember talking to this girl that had responded to some type of promotion or something that we had uh, going on, and she was in Miami. And it just happened that I was going to be in Miami. The company was having a kickoff convention. We were going on a cruise, and then we're having a convention in Miami. And she was in that area. And and I said, you know, the the best thing that you could do is be there. Like, I think they were were doing an opportunity meeting maybe the night before or something. I don't remember the specific details. But she said, I'll be there. And I thought, yeah, how many times have I heard that? And I don't know if I said this, but I'll say this a lot of times. I'll I'll ask people, I'll say, look, are you telling me the truth or are you lying to me like most people? Are you really going to show up? I don't think I did with her, but I could have. Because I want to see men of men. Because if somebody says, no, I said I'll be there, I'll be there, then they're going to think twice about not showing up. But anyway, that's another training. And anyway, she did show up. And uh long story short, our first year, she was Rookie of the Year 
on our team uh today uh i was i was checking in on this uh 90 day run group the other night she's right there in the middle of it and i've watched her just progress and learn and get better and stronger and one of the most teachable knowledgeable people that we have is going to be a phenomenal she already is but she's going to be unbelievable i believe in this posi- in this in this profession i think a lot of people will know who she is i think one day you'll be hearing her story on this podcast and i don't want to embarrass her but i'm going to it's Kamisha pitts in the miami area um so most people are going to lie but every now and then you run across a commission you run across serious focused dedicated people every now and then most don't and then you also, the second reality that you understand is the work ethic in the United States and probably around the world, but for sure in the United States, stinks. So that was the first two realities that I learned when I started in this profession. And then today I look at it and it's like people lie today more than they ever did. And, you know, a lot of network marketing gurus lie, uh, and, and think they're, it's good marketing, you know. And again, I don't want to start going through all the things. You can go online anywhere and we're going to teach you how to attract so many people that, and you have so much success that they're going to be asking you to speak at your next company convention and blah, 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 and blah, blah, blah. And it's like, who the heck believes this stuff? Do people really believe all this? It, it, it's, it's mind blowing to me. It, it really is. And, you know, so the work ethic stinks. Uh, but here's what I also understand about work ethic, and this is real important, and this is what I've had to really come to grips with, that there's very few really lazy bums in the world. Most people, it's it, they have never got into a consistent rhythm or routine because they've never been taught. But really, really what's going on, it's they would they would make the effort. Zig said if the promise is clear, then people are willing to pay the price. If the promise is clear and for a lot of people, their dream, their personal dream is not big enough. Last week we talked about one of the quotes. I can't remember what it was, but it was so good because it's so true. And uh, I wish I could find it, but it was talking about how, you know, a lot of times we have these big dreams and we think no way. And then we think, well, possibly, and then. Over time, if you keep dreaming, it's like you, you start believing that it's possible. And and again, there's a lot of network marketing companies where the four stars are just not lining up, and it's not possible. But if the four stars line up, go for it. Pour it on for sure. Absolutely. And again, if the promise is strong enough, people are willing to pay the price. If you could spend one day, I used to tell people, if you could spend one day in a master coordinator's shoes in their life, you do whatever it takes to get there. And you'd get there in half the time that it's going to take you. If you could spend one day getting, you know, having that much freedom in your life. And, and I believe that today as much as ever. It, it, it's just, there's nothing more important in my mind and for many people. And that's why many people are working is to get free or get their spouse free. And it's worth it. It's not easy, but it's worth it. And 
people don't talk too much today about lifestyle that this profession provides or the money uh, near enough. They don't. And, you know, we want to say, well, the government doesn't like you to do this. And, and that's true. But it and I and I'm probably going to do a podcast on this at some point. Uh, can you imagine taking a job and well, we want you to come and work for us. But what's my salary going to be? Well, I can't tell you. <laughs> I can't tell you. I want you to come. Well, I can't tell you. So my theory on all this is, yeah, there is some legitimate concerns, and you have to. Uh, what did Don LaPree say? You can make more or less. There's no guarantees on his infomercials back in the day. And there's ways that you need to frame it. Of course, there's no guarantees. It's based upon your individual work ethics as an independent contractor, so on and so forth. But to be able to show examples of different people and what they've done and what they've been able to create. And, you know, I talk about in the past you know, over 200 six-figure earners on our personal team. And I talk about in the future, my goals, my plans, help 500 people do that. And as people start progressing and moving forward and and creating, you know, significant incomes, I mean, uh, I think letting people know that, hey, people are progressing and making money. I mean, our, our upline, I mean, made more money in their first 90 days than anybody I've heard about making their first 90 days in the last 20 years. So uh, I didn't say their name. I didn't say how much, but you guys kind of get what I'm saying. We don't talk about – why don't we talk about money? Because we're not in a in a in a – mindset of inspiring greatness we're in a mindset of appearing appealing to me- mediocrity that's why that's one of the main reasons it's not talked about what happened to success magazine we create millionaires i mean really millionaires in network marketing millionaires cover of success magazine so again some of you know exactly what i'm talking about and there's a lot of people that do and and I and for some of you, this is really it's it's resonating, and I know that. And you know, this podcast, uh, we we provide story after story of people, most of them twenty seven percenters, who were able to get themselves in a consistent routine to develop their skill sets and their mindsets to the point where they were consistently adding five new members to their team every month. There's a lot of those stories. That you that on this podcast, all you go back, look, listen, listen to them, and based upon the five year run that we're going on right now, I can see down the road this podcast being filled with story after story of people that are on our team today and will be joining us over time over the next few years, who also were able to get themselves in a consistent routine to develop their skill sets and mindsets to a point where they were consistently adding five new members slash customers to their team every month personally. And I understand that the numbers have changed, but I want you to think about some of you will be listening to this podcast five years from now and you, and you, and, and I think you'll be thinking, dang, all we hear is people from his team that are making six figures a year, blah, blah, blah. Why is that? Because I'm, because I'm planning on having 500 of them. 
That's, that's, that's my focus. That's my goal. That's why. So I'm sorry, you know, I'm, but, but that's it. Some of you are listening to it the day it drops. I get that as well. And, and again, I understand. Well, Dale, it's not, I, I look, I, nobody knows that more than me. The numbers have changed. The numbers have absolutely changed. But I know that we have people now doing five a month, and we're going to have a lot more in the future. And I understand the numbers have changed. And I certainly believe that with what we're calling hybrid network marketing lead generation 5.0, that's a long, fancy name, isn't it? Hybrid network marketing lead generation 5.0. But whatever. But with the methods that we're perfecting and, and implementing, we'll have many people on our team that will accomplish this. And, you know, I know what it's like to be at a conference and have 2,500 people on your team there and announce a contest where those between now and the next event, which is six months from now, so those that over the next six months can average five people recruited a month, 30 over the next six months, at our next conference, we're going to bring you up on stage. We're going to recognize you. We're going to give you a trophy or a certificate, and we're going to put all your names in a hopper, and we're going to draw out one. And whosever name we draw out is going to get a check for $5,000. And that's going to happen at the next conference. So get to five a month. Get your name in the drawing. And, and I know what it's like to have a group of 2,500 people at an event and do that contest. I've done it. And then see nearly 100 of those people that of the 2,500 that were at that event that qualified for the drawing and, and the trophies. And, and hundreds more that almost qualified, but many broke out and got to a place emotionally, psychologically they've never been before because of the contest. But was it really the contest or was it their focus? Think about that. You know, I've talked about the just in time learning concept many times on this podcast and after the initial launch of your business, which should take 90 days or less. And what is a, what qualifies a launch? Somebody that's got 50 no's. If you got 50 no's within 90 days or less and it's been launched and that's through a texting platform or, you know, other, the other outreach that we teach. And then, uh, after the initial launch, your goal should be have one focus and one focus only. And it's not how to set up your corporation for taxes or should you be taking this memory training course, which I had two people ask me those two questions this week. And it's like, heck, you know, here's where you need to be five a month. Mastering the skill sets, mindsets, outreach, lead generation to be able to add five new people a month to your team. That's the only focus. And you shouldn't be doing anything other than that. For whatever time you have, that should be your focus. You know, so yes, it starts with big dreams. Big dreams. Big dreams, as we talked about last week. But dreams 
with the understanding that getting your skill sets and mindsets and lead generation activities to a point where you can sponsor five new people a month, that is the path to fulfill your network marketing dreams. That's the path. My commitment to our team, and I've told all of you guys individually, and I think every leader should have this same mentality. I really do. That, that I am going to have enough proven systems, lead generation methods in place, a lot which will provide message to marketplace, uh, lead capturing, which is Again, not just sending them to a generic play one, but play ones designed around the method in which the lead was created. Not all of them, but a lot will be that way. And we will have enough in place. My goal is to have 20 by the end of the year. I think we have 13 right now. Um, I'm introducing another one tonight for a small group of people on a, on a Zoom call. And, um, we got more coming. And, my, my, my goal is to make sure that we have enough where a person can spend a reasonable amount of time part time, five to 15 hours a week doing the right thing to generate enough quality leads to where they can recruit their three to five new people every single month and control their financial destiny in this profession. That's how you win this game. That's how you win this game. So I hope something I've shared with you today has made sense. Again, last week we talked about dreaming. The week before that we talked about what's the number one question you can ask yourself at the end of every day, and that is how many leads I generate today. And then being able to attach emotion to your dream and dream big. But you got to understand, you know, it's not just dreaming. You know, there's a lot of people that dream, and if you don't take action, uh, action takers are ultimately the money makers. The action takers are the money makers. You have to get in a consistent rhythm with your business. When do you work your business? When are you working on your dream? And work towards developing the skill sets, mindsets, and lead generation activities and get them to the point where you can sponsor your five new people a month and you will win. You will win. You're going to win. You're going to win. And if your whole company blew up and it was gone, you have the skill sets, mindsets, lead generation uh, methods where you can do it anywhere that you go. See, when, I, when people ask me a lot, they'll, like, especially back when it happened, it's like, why in the world would you leave a quarter million dollar a year income to start over with a brand new startup company? Why would you do that? How crazy are you, Dale? You got the fastest growing organization in this company and you're leaving. Why would you do that? And I told my wife and my parents and people that were close to me who, you know, most of the people wasn't any of their business, but the people that I loved, love, needed, needed to, to communicate to. I said, look, if it goes, it'll set set me up for life. If it doesn't, I have the skill sets, the mindsets where I can do it anywhere if I find a company with a product and leadership 
that I believe in. I find the right uh, category creating product, find the right company, right track record, right leadership corporately. Then I have the skill sets and mindsets and methods where I can do it anywhere that I land at this point. And that's where you need to get to. That's where you need to be. That's where you can be. If you start thinking about it and not just get involved in the network marketing social club and you start thinking about building a real business with life-altering income and that's your focus and your desire and your dream and you're willing to put action behind your dream, then that's where you can get to. Uh, next week we'll be back from Florida, I think. Uh, I don't know what I'll be talking about next week, but I hope the last two or three weeks has really spoke to you. I hope every session speaks to you guys. I spend a lot of time, energy, effort, thought on these podcasts. I don't speak to hear myself talk. I speak to make an impact for you. If it's doing that, uh, I always appreciate your feedback. Thank you, guys. Have a phenomenal week. This is Dale Calvert. We'll talk to you next week on another session of the MOM Success Podcast. If you haven't gone over to iTunes yet and rated and left this podcast a review, what are you waiting for? At Calvert Marketing Group, we want to spend our time on the projects that we know are providing the most value for our clients and customers. You leaving us a review and feedback on iTunes is something that helps us more than you realize. And more importantly, it helps others like you find us. So if you've not taken the time to rate this podcast, Please go over to iTunes and do that for us now. It will only take a couple of minutes out of your busy schedule. Work harder on yourself than you do on your business, and we will be back next week with another inspiring success story, wisdom of the ages training, or answers to your questions.